0: Right.
1: Boom. That's right, you're listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio, December 23rd. And I'm all, I mean, this intro was long because I had to get shit together. But whoa, what a fucking week I had and I'm fucking so relaxed now. And you see, you hear it in my voice. I'm out there. I'm good. I want to thank all local 804 members for putting out their votes, even though we had had a little bit of votes. Out of 7,100, we had 2,813 to be exact, 2,813 votes, but the members have spoken, and now your new executive board is Experience (laughs) Matters, which will be taking office on January 2nd. Uh, And then uh, I could tell you down anybody that didn't have the numbers, I'm going to read out the numbers of what happened at that election. Um, it was a little of uh, things going on at the election, before the elections. You know, some of the guys that uh, that were candidates that, uh, you know, asked for that uh, optional day. Uh, it was a whole confusion thing and uh, management got involved and whatever it is, we over it. The election is now over and the winner is EMS, EMS Experience Matters Slate. By a big margin. It's not by a little margin like the last time when the Strong uh, won by 70 votes. This one was over 400 votes and the members had spoken. And I was at the count and let me tell you something. It was a little bit in the beginning of the, of the count when they started counting the ballots. Uh, all you saw was uh, um, row A, row A getting all these votes and, and it was like, wow. Who, I mean, wow. I mean, I was like, wow, Who who's voting for these guys? I mean, they did enough damage three years past, and I was like, wow, wow. But anyway, at the end, uh, EMS came up on top, and uh, we are now the new executive board. I am now a BA, uh, business agent for Local 804, and I'm gonna be doing the best that I can to do the best better than these guys, believe me uh you're gonna see me out there i'm gonna be out there in your building near you like it or not i'll be there but like i said when in the beginning of these uh elections that we are treating everyone the same if you voted for us or you didn't vote for us you are 804 member you are a dues paid member and you should be treated the same as a supporter or non-supporter it should be all treated the same we're trying to uh we have a lot of work ahead of us and i know we do and I'm I'm looking forward for the challenge. I'm looking forward to representing the members. I'm looking forward to uh, making sure they don't violate the contract, which they always do. You know, they they that's that's without saying, they always violate the contract no matter what. But uh, with with together with us together and working together as a team, as a union, as Local 804, we can f- fix this problem. Right. Congratulations to Vinnie Perone for the presidency and I'm going to give you down the run down the numbers because you know the numbers speaks louder than words correct so uh let me go down from the president down all the way down to the ba's so the you know the four presidents were uh, uh Danny the backstabber Montabo uh Dan uh Dan Betancourt, uh John Guess and uh Vinnie Perone so uh in bullet voting in mixed bullet ballots um Vinnie Perone came up on top with 77 votes uh, the two Dannys from the strong slate came out with 48 votes and John guest came up with 33 votes, which, you know, like I told you, when you, uh, vote for a slate and you vote for individual, they all add up and then it becomes a, a one number. So the total number for, uh, Vinnie Perone was 1269 votes. Uh, John guest 277, Danny Benton called 443 and, uh, Danny Backstab Montau was seven, nine, four. So that was for the presidency. Now, for the uh, Secretary of Treasure, you have four guys running for the uh, Secretary of Treasure, which is John Pickledick. Uh, he had 37 votes. Rick Gomez, 35 votes. And Steve Medina, 48 votes. And by, uh, wow, a large number, Tony Rizleon for Secretary of Treasure was 92 votes. 92 individuals voted for him to be the Secretary of Treasure here in Local 804. So uh, Tony Richelieu numbers was a total of twelve hundred and eighty four votes versus Steve Medina, two hundred and ninety two votes and Rick Gomez, four hundred and thirty votes and John Pickle, Nick Dick, whatever, seven eighty three. That was for the secretary of treasury. Now for the vice presidency of this local that uh, four candidates, you you have Tom Murphy, Tony Papa Fritas and you have uh, Michael Barbera. And then you have Chris Williams. Now, this was a very interesting one—the vice president one—because a lot of people, a lot of members, were saying how they didn't, uh, uh, you know, certain individuals didn't like Chris Williams because uh, they didn't, they, they felt like he wasn't demand. But the numbers tells the, the, a different story, guys. The numbers tells a very different story. So don't he don't don't get what anyone's telling you about this individual because let me tell you something: people went out, the members went out there and they voted and they voted for this individual. So now for the ton- for Tom Murphy for vice president of local 804, he had 41 votes. Um, uh, Tony papafritas 37, and then uh, Michael Barbera 40. And let me get ready, guys. For Chris Williamson for vice president, got 87 votes. 87 votes, which totals him to 1,279 votes, which totaled Michael Barbera for 284 votes. And then Tony Papafrita for 432 votes. And then uh, Tom Murphy, 787 votes. So, like I said, the number speaks volumes. Now, for recording secretary, you have four uh, individuals. And this is, this is a last, I mean, this is what's crazy, this number here, when I saw this number. Now, you have the secretary, uh, recording secretary. That's the fourth guy down on the list on the executive board. Uh, the, sec- the recording secretary, the first one up, the runner up was uh, Dwight um where is he wait wait i heard him here somewhere where is he oh here he is (laughs) yeah the white horse trader got 52 got 52 votes which totaled him 798 votes todd Todd from, I guess, the betting course slate, uh, 27 votes, which gave him a a total of 422 votes. Steve uh, from, Stephen from uh, 804 Rise Up came up to 24 votes, which gave him a total of 268 votes. Mark Cohen, wow. Mark Cohen had 101 votes, individual votes for him. Which total him to two uh, one thousand two hundred and ninety three votes, which is in all classifications right there from the four classification down. Up, uh, e- EMS just took out the took out the competition by by uh, double numbers. Okay, trusteeship. I mean trustee, not trusteeship. Uh, trustees. Uh, you had Rocky Webster with 48 votes, which totaled him uh, 794 votes. Uh, you had Danny Cross, 36 votes that averaged him to 782 votes. Uh, Arthur Singleton from, I guess, Feeders, and I, I guess he was with the Members First Slate, 43 votes, uh, which averaged him out to 789 votes. Norberto Flores, 25 votes, which averaged him now to 420 votes. Brian Madden, 39 votes, which gave him 434 votes. Now, when we, the numbers that you see that I'm saying the total is because if, if, if members vote for the slate, so that number counts in the slate. So what I do is the individual votes plus the slate votes. So, let's say let's go back to Brian Madden. Madden has a 39 individual votes and then with the slate was an, another 395 votes which totals him to 434 in case you guys uh didn't understand what I was saying. Um Antoine Andrews 72 votes which gave him a 316 total. Um G- Rodriguez from his slate also 36 votes that gave him 280 votes. And then uh, Izzy, 39 votes, we gave him 283 votes. Anthony Cerulli, which is for EMS, got 62 votes, but his total was 1,254 votes. <laughs> Rocky DiPaolo, 92 votes, individual votes, and with the slate votes, his, his, his total was 1,284 votes. Dave Citron also had 92 individual votes, and his total was 284 votes. I mean, I'm sorry, 1,284 votes. Okay, the next uh, bash is the business agents. That was the trustees, and now this is the business agents. Remarkably, I don't know how he got 32 votes, but he got uh, Mark uh, Deal Johnson got 32 votes, which gave him a total of 778 votes. Kenny Hosky, 47 votes which got him 793 votes. And uh Ryan Kelly 36 votes which only gave him an average of 782 votes. And I could go down but you know it's just those are all the BAs that got uh you know didn't didn't make they didn't, didn't make a cut. Uh I received 86 individual votes which I was surprising because when I saw those individual votes uh, it was, it was, it was crazy because I saw everyone getting selected, but my name was blank. So I was like, nobody's voting for me individually. That was, that was crazy. And I, I remember Mazda coming up to me and telling me, oh shit, everyone's voting for the whole slate, but you hecked it. And I was like, oh wow. But at the end, uh, 86 individuals voted for me and my average, my total was 1,278 votes total. Uh, Raul Molestina, wow, he beat me by 10. He got 96 votes individually, and he got a 1,288-vote uh, count. Uh, Dave Louie, was is was in uh, an uh slate, uh, he's for part-timers. He uh, tied up with an- Antoine uh, Andrews at 77 votes. Um, oh, wait, wait, let me see, Antoine Andrews. Uh, I don't know if he got 77 votes. Oh, he's got 72 votes. I'm sorry, Dave Luby has more 77 votes, and his average was uh, his total was 1269 votes. Uh, Lawrence Grant from 43rd Street Prelow Night Sort, uh, he got 90 individual votes, which totaled him to 1282 votes. Uh, Pete from Suffolk got 72 votes, which averaged him out to 1264 votes. And Lou Babon Got 80 votes and averaged them out to total out to 1,272 votes. So there you have it, guys. Those are the numbers from the election. And overwhelming, uh, it was uh, EMS winning at over 400 votes from the membership. And uh, a little things went on at that count. And I'm going to talk about the count right now and uh you know I t- I talked about last week how the proceedings are how to how they get the the bags from the post office from a secret room blah la 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 I told you that last week so anyway uh it was a total of three bags, three full bags, and the total of uh of of um ballast was two thousand eight hundred and eighteen, which is a very very low count due to the fact that we have seventy one hundred seventy two or seventy I believe they went up to 70 so I don't know exactly the numbers but I'm just saying 7100 right now. But uh 7100 members that um that um, that should have been voting even at 5000 it, it could have been good but 2800 is a low count at the end of the day uh EMS1 with 1192 votes. Uh second place was Danny the Backstabber with Members First with 700 and 746 votes Uh, Third place was uh, Betancourt with 394 votes And last place was 804 rise up with 244 votes Votes Okay so that's enough set. So at the at the count, you know, uh uh Danny the backstab Montabo with the uh, members first protest a the uh, Fosterville uh ballots. Now, it was it, it it was crazy though because I'm thinking that you know, everyone was going to um was going to um vote from Fosterville and and like I said, it's like about 123 members at that Fosterville and the only ballots that came in was 36 ballots, 36 ballots. So uh, Danny Montavo made a, a, pol- a protest because something that happened during the week over there, which they couldn't even get the right story. And the only reason they pulled that 36 because of the the the, the ballot exchange that you know uh, one individual asked another individual to uh, to take it and take it to the post office and. They made a big thing out of it. It was nothing. We didn't even know who that individual was voting for, who he was uh, representing. But the fact is that the saw loser, uh, Danny Montabo and Mark Johnson, they saw they, oh, Mark Johnson, the dealmaker, saw it, and he made a big thing out of it. I guess he told management and management saw it. And it goes on. But anyway, they put those 36 uh, ballots to the side until the election was finally over. Now, the only time they were going to use those 36 uh, ballots is if, if it was close enough. If it was like uh, 1192 to 1140, they would have used. They would have opened up those uh, 36 ballots. So, I I just want to apologize to the Forsterville guys because they did a protest and uh, those ballots uh, wasn't counted at the end because it wasn't a close. Uh, it wasn't a close call. But if it was a close call, I guarantee you they would have been opening those ballots like in desperate mode. They were in desperate mode. They um they were there. They were we were all on one side. All the other three slates were on one side of the room and that slate was on the other side of the room. Uh the tension was uh pretty much hard, you know, you could you could slice a a knife right through it, but uh the tension was there. Uh, Only because of the fact that, you know, after the after the whole thing was over, saw losers, uh, Dwight, the horse trader. He got on his horse and he left. He he didn't congratulate no one. And I didn't expect any, 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 any better than him. I mean, that's the way he was when he lost the shop store election towards me. That he just walked away and didn't even congratulate me. And then when I asked him to help me, you know, to help me from the from the beginning when I was a shoot steward, you know, going into the office, can you give me some help of uh how to how to, you know, because that was my first time going into office as a steward. And he says, You're on your own. I don't have nothing to do with the union anymore. So he did the same thing uh at this this Thursday. He uh <clears throat> got on his horse and just went down went, went went home and uh hey whatever i didn't expect any better than for that i didn't i didn't expect him to come up to me and congratulate not even up to me he didn't have to come up to me he could have gone up to you know vinnie perrone for winning or any other one any other uh member on my slate uh, to congratulate them but he did not do that he was a sore loser and he like he left as soon as he heard that they didn't even they didn't even have a they didn't even have a chance to uh come close to us, so there you go he was a sore loser and a, a, a and a bunch of them was a sore losers all i mean they were they were just you know it was just bad that they lost um hey you guys you had three years to shape this local up and make it the best local in the eastern uh region and they failed to do that so you know, you can't blame nobody but yourselves about how you lost office. The members have spoken. And they spoke and they, they think that you guys shouldn't be there. Now, surprisingly, and I was very, very surprised to see that many votes for the members first slate. I was absolutely stunned that 746 um, members really wanted to keep these guys in there. Uh let me tell you something. The reaction of their faces was priceless, priceless. I almost, I almost felt sorry for Tom Murphy because as the men, as the votes were going through, his face was getting redder and redder and redder and redder. I was like, somebody's going to need him to get oxygen, uh, oxygen mask or something. But it is what it is. The election is now over. EMS is now the new executive board with Vinnie Perone, yeah. the president of. The uh, 804 starting on January 2nd. So right now, uh, um, Danny the backstabber Montal is still the acting president until January 31st, and that's when the that's when uh, he has to turn over the books and the keys to Vinnie Perone, and the new executive board takes office on January 2nd. <laughs> Now, I know last week I said to you that it was my last show for the radio show. And I believe this is going to be the last show for my radio show. Uh, I'm working on things that we're going to have uh, two individuals doing the radio show. And our obvious they you know, they're not, you're not going to have me the fuck you guy. And, uh, you know, go get him, Hector, type of guy. These two guys uh, are going to be uh, reading reading the our Bible and uh, trying to make everyone understand uh, the contract. And, um, and hopefully if some questions you have about individual contract uh, articles, uh, they'll be able to answer, but that's what the the radio show should be. I mean, I do, I do my show. I, I speak freely and I don't, I don't rehearse what I do here in local. I mean, in uh union power radio and the what the heck show. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying they're going to be rehearsing their show, but they're going to uh, actually make it a, con- you know, make sure that everyone knows the contract and certain um, articles that you have questions about and questions about what, what's happening to you in your you know, in your in your center. Um, <clears throat> I I can tell you this: we don't know yet. Uh, hold on a second. Union Power Radio
2: hey what's up I was just calling man and congratulate you man on the,
1: on, the, on the win oh thank you that's uh, Richie Hook uh, 623 what's up brother oh
2: nothing man
1: nothing 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 much man but thank you for call- I mean uh, thank you for the congratulations uh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it's, uh, it's such a relief now that you know this uh, election is over it was a it was a dirty dirty election and uh, I got through I got through it and uh, just looking forward to the future of this local now Oh yeah. So how you feel, man? How you feel? I mean, I feel the same. You know, I, I you know, Vinny Vinny Perrone, you know, he he was asking me, he's like, are "You okay? Are you, are you feeling all right?" I mean, I feel <laughs> this, I just feel that, you know, we are going to have a big job ahead of us, and I'm ready yeah. I'm ready for the challenge and I'm I'm preparing myself to be there for the membership, uh, just like <laughs> I was for my uh for my center. And the steward, uh, you know, the steward that I've been for the past six years in uh, the Pelham Side Brush Avenue, and I think I could move, I could, my experience could be more uh, useful in this local. So I'm, I'm ready for the challenge. I'm ready to uh, do this job that the members put me here to do, and that's it. That's that's what I'm doing, man. All right. All right.
2: Sounds
1: good, man. I know you're going to do the job. I know you are. Oh, well, you know, it, you it's going to be a hard job. Oh, yeah. I mean, we gotta we gotta fix a lot of shit that uh, these guys did. But uh, it is what it is. I'm ready to take the challenge. I'm uh, the the members elected me, elected uh, right. the whole EMS crew, and we are re- we are all ready to take this uh, challenge and change this local over to what it w- used to be, and uh, right. and hopefully with the help of the membership also, because you know we can't do it by ourselves. We, right, need a, right. we, we need the help of the membership. We need, uh, and, uh, we could turn the thing around. Well, yeah, you you the members there, man, always
2: been uh, vocal and, and everything like that. So they, they're going to, they're have you back. I know
1: that. Yeah, I know. they going to have you back. I know. I mean, we have some strong individuals here and I hate to use yeah. the word strong, but we have strong members that, are uh, that, that really is, is willing to fight the company and ready for a challenge. And, uh, now with this executive board, uh, we'll be right behind these all these shop stewards that are undermining these shop stewards because this is what yeah. this is what the last executive board was doing undermining the shop the shop stewards. Uh, now we're going to be behind the shop stewards and we're going to have their backs and they could speak their mind and, and take care of the membership because you know what the shop steward they always say the shop steward is always the first line of defense right and that is true and
3: You're that right. is true coming.
1: Right. Coming from the fact that I was a shop steward and, and my BA came once a week and, you know, he came to visit because he wasn't going to run my show in in the, on the floor. Uh, he came to visit and, you know, uh, the BAs, we are the visitors of your building. You know your members more than we do. Um You're 99% of the time at Yard Center, and the shop steward knows every member there from uh, family issues, from how many kids they have. A B.A. is going to be there to back up your shop steward. So write those grievances. Let your shop steward write those grievances, and the B.A. is going to have your back. I'm talking about our slate because we are going to not— we don't undermine the uh, the shop steward. The shop steward is gonna run the the shop floor, and the BA is gonna be there to back them up.
2: That's hey, that's good. That sounds good. I know that, I know I know the members are excited about hearing that. Yeah. Hey, it's
1: got me excited. I ain't even there. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, Richie? What's going on with you? I, I'm sure you have. Came I'm came sure. Old man. I'm sure you have a nice show this week, this Wednesday, to talk about this. Uh, are you gonna do a show Wednesday even though it's uh what you would call it? Uh oh the day after oh, yeah. uh Christmas. Yeah, we're
2: still gonna do it. Okay, yeah, cool.
1: So guys that are listening, uh, Richie Hooker does a show on Wednesday at nine AM on uh, Facebook Live. He goes on live every every Wednesday at nine AM. He's from six two three and he talks about contracts and all the bullshit that goes on in this IBT. Oh yeah. So what else? Yeah, is but I'm just
2: calling, man, to congratulate you, man. I, I just wanted to, I just wanted, to, you know, to, to tell you that, man, and and, and text it to bro. you, so you read it. I wanted just to, mean, man, congratulations. I know the members are excited. I'm excited because you, you guys are like the focal point of, of especially on the East Coast. But now, you know, of since Ron K came from there and, and his legacy, you know, all the the local units looked up to you guys because of what he did. And now that you guys taken office, I think that you guys gonna be the focal point again and, and everybody can rally around what you guys have done because uh I think how many how many uh, locals have turned over the leadership? think about what, six or seven now? Just November?
1: I believe so. i I I'm not I wasn't you know, I was so focused on local yeah. eight oh four that I didn't even uh uh checked out who uh who won their local <laughs> elections, uh nothing like that. But uh, yeah,
2: I think about six or seven, man. So we're moving in the right direction. You just gotta keep at it. Gotta keep it going, man. Gotta
1: keep it going. I did get a call. I did get a text message from Fred Zuckerman to congratulate, and all uh the guys on my slate also got a uh, text message from Fred Zuckerman to congratulate us also. So we're getting support from all over the place. How huh? seven 70- oh yeah. seven oh five uh, what's his name uh, who's the president at seven oh five um. Campos. Campos. There it's right in the tip of my tongue. Campos called Brittany Perrone to uh congratulations. Two five th- uh two five uh one from Mass Master- uh, from Rhode Island called up uh, Brittany Perron to congratulate. I mean, we getting uh love from all sorts of uh locals throughout the United States because I guess they saw what we saw here in Local Eight O four, that everything was going downhill with eight oh four and hopefully now that we can uh I mean, it's a big job. It's a big job that we're going to have to do. And like I said uh, before, I mean, the members are very, uh, you got to get into this, got to help yourself to help us help you and help each other to make this local uh, uh, great again. And I I don't want to use that line because of Trump, but uh, to make, you know, 804 the best again in the East Coast. And we one of the uh, um, biggest 804 UPS in the East Coast, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We have we yeah. have a lot. We're number one, and so we, we got to keep it that way. We got to keep everybody involved. All the locals, six, two, three. I mean, we all have to be together as one. Uh, we are still teamsters, no matter what local you're from. That's true. That's
2: true, because you got double us in size. I think we got about thirty. Five, thirty six hundred, you guys got about what, seventy one,
1: seventy two hundred? Yeah, I, I believe it went up in numbers, but right now I know it's about seventy one. So I, I I'm hearing seventy six. I'm Ooh, not sure. Wow. But uh we'll, we'll we'll find out when we take office.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh we'll, yeah. I'll find out uh. all the
1: information on January second when we first take office and uh and we start doing the job that's uh to reconstruct this local eight oh four.
2: Oh, yeah. Hey, I believe in y'all guys, man. I tell you, I'm excited for you guys. So I know you guys going to do the job. And, you know, whatever support you need from us, you know, we you, you got your back. And I know you guys got our back. Like I said, we all got to work together. We're all teamsters. One union, one family, solidarity. So we're we going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around.
1: Yeah, I so hope so. And I really want a lot of members to get involved because this is your local. You pay your union dues. Right. Uh, this, is, this is what, you know, with your support only makes us even stronger yeah and i hate to use that word god that word is such a fucking you know <laughs> but, it, it, hey, it, but look
2: it, hey you ain't gotta worry about it no more man <laughs> you know what i mean you have to worry about that word when you now now when you say it it's gonna have some sentences of meaning to it so you ain't gotta worry about it anymore so it's go, that's gonna be good
1: i know i know on january 2nd a lot of uh Uh, shop stewards that were afraid to uh, speak up and write those grievances because they didn't have the backing of the executive board. But now I know for sure that on January 2nd, these shop stewards that are well... outspoken and real good shop stewards are going to start writing those grievances to this company. They're going to stand to what's right for the membership and they're going to know that the uh, executive board is going to be behind them 110%. So. Yep, and that
2: makes a difference. And, and that, that makes a difference. Know, I know correct. I know how you feel when, when you're a shop steward oh, and yeah. you want to fight and you file the grievances but then you don't have the backing that you need to really fight the company the way you want to. You know, yes. So I, I know exactly how those shop stewards feel but now... Since you guys are in there, I know that they, it's going to be a burden lifted off of them. They gonna and they're going to be able to fight like they want
1: to fight. Exactly. So I, I understand that totally. So that's with that said, you know, that's that's what I I, I attempt to do. Uh, like I said, everyone has a choice. Uh, we uh be we are we're not going to be like the old executive board that was focusing on the next three years. We are focusing on now on what what the membership needs now what we could do to fix this local now not in 3 years uh, mm-hmm. you know this old executive board—they were all focusing on who was going to run against them in the next three years. And I promise you this: uh, we're not—we're not thinking about three years right now. We're thinking about bringing this local back to where it was and fixing it from day one in office. We're gonna—we're gonna need everyone's assistance. We're gonna need all the members to cooperate. We need—we're gonna need all the members to put in. And remember, this is your local. This is your local 804. This is your uh, your your teams, to brotherhood, teams, to sisters, and teams, the brothers, and all together. If we all, that's why it's called the union. If we all get yes, together, God. if we all get together, we could we could be one strong mother efforts. Oh
2: yeah, I agree. Hey, but look, I'm gonna get off this phone, man. I'm going get ready you. to eat dinner. I just wanna call you, man. Hey, congratulations, man. I love you guys. I know you guys gonna fight. Gonna fight the company. Gonna fight for your members. And I and I know it was an, a great day. in eight oh four, I know Ron Carey, man. I know he's smiling. I know he's happy. I know his family is happy. So, uh, hey, uh, congratulations, man. And and
1: I appreciate all this stuff that you do. You
2: you. You inspire me, man. Thank so, you,
1: brother. Keep it up, brother. Thank you, brother. That was uh, uh, all right, brother. Have a good weekend. All right. That was Richie Hooker from 623 out in Philadelphia. He does a show on Wednesday at 9 o'clock on Facebook uh, face, Facebook Live on every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Uh, you could check it out. He just goes on live and you can go on one of the websites and you can see him there. Thank you, Richie Hooker for calling and uh, talking about the EMS. And thank you, Jane, Jamie, for congratulating and thank everyone uh, i don't have a, a lot to talk about just uh i gave you the rundown of what happened at the elections and i told you that uh once um uh, members first uh saw that they were losing they started scattering they just left they just left home and they didn't uh wasn't a good sportsmanship and they didn't uh, congratulate uh vinil which is the president of now the executive board comes january 2nd and um, you know, they just they, they just didn't give a fuck. They, they were just saw losers and uh, and it is what it is, but it is a new day now here on the in local 804. and hopefully with the help of uh, of the membership, we can move this local forward. Um, there was still some sour grapes after the election. Uh, I heard that uh, the backstabber of went to uh, 43rd Street the next day. And still was talking, you know, trash about uh, EMS. And that's not good sportsmanship. I mean, I think that's, uh, he's a sour grape. Uh, it is what it is. The members voted. We, you know, he would not be, they wouldn't have been run against if they did a good job in the past three years. They got to just blame themselves for being out of office. Uh, they can't blame nobody else. They can't blame the membership. They can't blame uh, anything. The voting uh, process. They got to blame themselves because anyone that is doing good in office won't be challenged, and they were challenged because they was doing a bad job. And they were fighting against each other in that hall. Uh, um, Danny the backstabber Montavo, you know, he got Eddie out. He uh, that's his friend. He got a principal officer out. He went against his own membership um so now he still has sour grapes he's going around saying you know bullshit about ems and he's trying to now he what he's too, what he's doing guys is preparing for the next three years he's preparing himself for the next three years he's gonna run regardless and regardless listen you can't judge us yet because we haven't been in office yet judges in three years let's let, let the pol- politics aside the the uh, election is over now let's work together to bring this local back to it where it was before we don't need no sour puss talking trash for the next three years because he's gonna try to run again listen danny the backstand Montawi if you're listening If you want to run next three years, then do it. Do it the right way. No dirty politics. The election is over now. It's no use for you to start uh, trash talking after the election is over. Okay? You need to just either man it up and take it in and, you know, be a teamster brother and a uh, a teamster brother and educate the membership so we can all get the education that you have when you were in executive board. Instead of trash talking, let's educate the membership. In three years or in two and a half years, when you decide that you want to run and you think that we uh, the, the, the new executive board is doing a bad job, then you have the right, as long as you're in good standings, to run against the executive board with a new slate. So right now is the time to let's do the healing. Let's go back to... Uh, getting this local back on track, and let's all do it together. With I'm not even gonna call you the backstabber anymore. I'm gonna call you Danny Montabo. Danny Montabo, we need to get over it. You lost your position, your three months position, and now it, let's let's move forward with weight 804. Be a member, be a teamster, and let's move forward. And that goes for everyone on that members first slate. That you know the election is over now. Let's try. And uh, be um, positive now to get this local back on track with the membership. And that's all I ask. You know, if you want to run in three years, then fine. We'll, we'll talk about it two and a half years or whatever you decide you want to throw in your in. But right now, it's a time for healing here in Local 804. It's a time for the members to get back together, get back into the, uh, what's going on in local and not be in a in blackout. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up with you. Whatever buildings I do get, my shop stewards are gonna be well informed. Uh, I'm not gonna be a, a, shop, a ba that undermines the shop steward because if you undermine a shop steward, you create a weak shop steward. When you create a weak shop steward, you create a weak membership. So it rolls downhill. So I'm gonna be the most positive, most backing for my shop steward whatever sh- building i get i'm not gonna undermine my shop steward that is his house whatever he says goes and that's what's gonna be that's how it's gonna go that's how it's gonna go the the center manager is gonna understand that shop steward is the one to go to before you even call me because i'm not gonna be the one like the wife phillips that the m- center manager don't care about the, the shop steward and overrides, you know, overmines him, undermines him, and then calls the BA so he can get an answer for the BA. So when the shop steward goes into the office, the manager already has a, a goal to do whatever he's got to do. That's not going to happen with me. That's not going to happen <laughs> with me. So if any management is listening, whatever. I'm telling you right now, whatever buildings I do get, I'm not gonna be undermining my shop steward. My shop steward is gonna be the first line of defense for the membership. And I need all the members to support your shop steward because I'm definitely gonna be supporting the shop stewards (laughs) on the floor. And I know my team that I ran with are also eager and ready and uh, ready for this challenge. Uh, I wanna congratulate all the guys on my team because they they the one who pushed me i pushed them we push each other and with that we have a fucking awesome 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 team and i want to start with Vinny perone the president of loco 804 tony Rizleone the secretary of treasure my man The Vice President, Chris Williamson. <laughs> Recording Secretary, Mark Cohen. <laughs> Trustees, Dave Citron. <laughs> Rocky DePaolo, <laughs> Anthony Cerulli. And the BAs, and these we, we I'm and I'm saying these are the first seven guys of the slate, and it's going to be wonderful and great to work with these guys, these first seven guys. Uh, they uh, they mean business. They they're not afraid of the company. Um, we we're gonna they it's it's going to be a, a good freaking team. The BA starting with Raul Melestina. Lou Babon, Lawrence Grant. I'm only gonna say Pete because I <laughs> say the last name Pete. Pete and Dave Luby. And the last and not least, you know who it is. Is me. Hector Fortis will be out there in those buildings. Jamie Haynes just wrote, please walk the belts. Listen, this is what I do, Jamie. If you don't know who I am, but I'm not going to be at Forsterville, I believe not. But anyway, I am going to be. I'm going to go there anyway because I'm going to be a BA for all the membership. It's not like if I have a certain building that I can't go to other buildings. And that's the way it shouldn't be. And to answer the question to a lot of people that are saying that who's going to cover what vacation time, it was a, a, a chat going around the Facebook, and you're absolutely right. Whoever wrote that, that someone should be covering for another BA's vacation, and they should know who is that cover. Uh, I believe every BA and every executive board member is in charge of the whole thing. Like if they, they should be. Uh, if someone has a dedicated building, that means they only go to that building. No, I'm gonna be going all over. The local, the 14, the 17 buildings that we have here in local 804. I will be showing my presence. I don't care whose building it is. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to walk those belts just like Jamie said. And all my, the whole team is going to be doing the same thing. And we don't have, we have, we're going to have set buildings. But at the end of the day, we are BA for the membership. Not for buildings, for the membership so we're going to be visiting different buildings different BAs, and everyone is going to get to know everyone on the team in uh... this executive board people are talking about twenty four hours Represent, uh... you know uh... talk about you know if you call a BA, they don't answer listen uh... we have we're going to be having the website and we're gonna have everybody's information there, emails, and if you can't get in touch with uh, one BA, you should be able to get in contact with the other. I don't have a problem, everyone knows my number here, and I don't have a problem giving everyone my number, because if you can't can't contact your BA, fine, call me, I don't care, I'm a BA, I'm for the members, all the BA's and all the executive boys for the members, so it doesn't matter. You could call me at two o'clock in the morning, whatever, I don't give a shit. I know they they warned me uh Kirk Shaka on Friday he says, "Listen, don't be a fireman to the membership okay I'm not gonna be the fireman to the for the for the membership but if I mean if someone calls me at three o'clock in the morning I don't know if I, you know I'm not gonna get up and go all the way to Yorktown because something something's happening at three o'clock in the morning but uh, i I'm sure the the you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be handled within you know the seven o'clock hour when I call whoever's running that building. Yo, you got to get to that building. So it's gonna be good communication between all of us. We all get along. Um, we of course it's gonna be education for the part timers uh, because we have three great part time guys in our uh, slate. We have Lawrence Grant, we have Dave Luby, and we have Chris <laughs> Williamson. That are part-timers. And uh, like I said, we're going to have the shop stewards back. So whenever a member goes up to them and say, I want to write a grievance for a supervisor working, the, the, the shop steward is going to be so confident that he's going to write that grievance because he's going to have the executive board backing him this time. Not like this past executive board that wasn't backing. They were undermining. They thought that they was God gift to the to the local. They thought that the local works for. I mean, the members work for them. It's the opposite way. The members elect us in there. The members pay our salaries. The members are now our bosses. You are the boss of Local 804. You're paying the union dues. You're paying for our salary. You are the boss. You, the membership, is the boss. That hall is your hall. That electric bill in that hall is your bill. Everything is the membership in Local 804. Wow. I'm, ex- I'll, I, you know, I, I'm excited to uh, for this new challenge in my life that I'm willing and able to do. Um, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to uh, fight the company and fight uh, next to you guys, next to the membership. Uh, I'm going to be uh, 110% supportive of the members and 110% supportive of my team. Uh, like I said, we get along very, very well. I mean, we... Uh it's it's is is it's a good it's a good combination, uh combination that we have in the executive board as far as EMS goes. Uh we uh all get along with each other. We all uh speak about a certain situations with each other and that's another thing. We're gonna be talking if any situation happens in Yorktown, I'm gonna know about it if I'm not in that building. Uh Raul's gonna know about it, Lou Babon's gonna know about it. Because we all should know about what happens in each building, only to the due to the fact that if something happens, if something happens that uh we have to respond to that and we're going to know the situation so we're going to be in well communication with each other at all time as far as the executive board and that's what Pin- Vinny perron said Vinny Perrone says he's going to keep everyone should be keeping each other informed of what happens in everybody's building and that's a that's it that's that's great the members need to write them so they can feel like a part of the movement you're absolutely right but some members they don't want to write the grievance, so what I was I would suggest that a, a shop steward sit down with the member before uh, start time or after start time or during the break and sit down with him and show him the grievance and show him what the details and, and what he should be writing and get them involved with the grievances. Let him know what the grievance is about, let him know the article that he's grieving why he should be grieving it, and I think that's a, a plus that the shop steward should get involved with the membership. Uh, not just have the membership say, I need a grieving because this guy's uh, whatever. You need to sit down with the member at st- before start time during your break, or as long as it's not on the shop floor and explain to him show him what the grievance are tell him what the grievance procedures are because you know the grievance procedures is not just write a grievance and let's see what happens the grievance procedures by the the contract is that you have to tell the management first you have to tell them what is going on and to fix it before the grievance come into effect you have to give them a notification now once they was notified by the shop steward and it continues, it becomes a good fucking grievance. Because once you tell him what's happening and he do it again, that griev you write of course you're gonna write notes before that you spoke to him about it on which day and that time and what you spoke to him about. And then when you write that grievance, you attach that note that you spoke to him to fix the problem and that was a good uh, proceeding of the grievance because you warned him and you didn't grieve it but now that he did it again you're grieving it and it's a good fucking grievance you'll win that grievance that's how i won all my grievances so yes members should get involved with the grievance procedures and the shop stores should educate them on you know what what's the article what's the language why are you grieving this why are you grieving it and, and what's, gonna, what's the outcome of it and what do you want? Because they ask you on the grievance, what do you want done to this grievance? And, you know, you got to be ready for that. You got to be ready for what you're going to write. But, yes, I agree with Jamie. The members need to write their, you know, to start writing, to start learning how to, you know, you give a, uh, a member a grievance, they're not going to know what to do with it. So the best thing to do is to sit down with the griever and uh, go over the grievance with him. Shit, we have a supervisor on the preload that works all the time, not going to say any names, right, April. Oops. Anyway, we're you're gonna you're gonna now with the with the new uh executive board and the shop steward, please. If you feel that you're having a a issue with a supervisor working, go to your shop steward. We're gonna have uh Vinny Perone says that we're gonna have education for the shop stewards at the hall. Uh, it's going to be a lot of education, grievance education and how to approach uh, certain situations to benefit the you know to look out for the members before they go into harm's way. Um a lot you know listen. This company is going to do anything and anything to make their supervisors work. They're going to they're going to they're going to try it, they're going to do it. Uh, even if you grieve it, they're going to stop for three days and then going to go right back to doing the same thing. And then you go back to grievances. Listen to me. A lot of shop stewards at, at this point was so frustrated that they wrote a lot of grievance and nothing was being done to those grievances in this past executive board. We have to now with the new executive board, we have to take a a big job now with these grievances because i know there's uh hundreds of hundreds of grievances that um <clears throat> that at the center at the union hall that we're gonna have to attack you know we have to uh go after because we're going to get into office now but that's what the executive board is doing now you know like this time change thing in the contract it states that you cannot go over past a half an hour past eight thirty. All of a sudden, everybody's, you know, all the centers are now changing. My center was never a past nine o'clock center. I never grieved it. And when I did grieve it, uh, you went live already. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, gri- I when they did it the last time, it, they, they put past nine o'clock for like, Maybe a couple of days, and I grieved it, and they put it right back into uh, place. Now they did it slick. They did it. They did it differently this time. Before the election, before the count, uh, the company went and asked Danny Montabo, uh, "Is it all right?" Because in the contract, it said that "If as long as, as long as you notify the uh, the union that you're doing a time change, and it, it depends on what the union says." So, I got a text from Kirk Shaka saying that uh, Danny Montabo okayed the time change. And he said, let the new executive board deal with it if they get in. Now, that was before the count. Um, right after the count in my building, <laughs> I came in the next day on a Friday. And my start, change, my start times were all changed to 9, 10, 9, 15. And I and I and I went crazy because I said, well, "What the hell, you know, what the heck?" And I went up to the man, the 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 the, the center manager. And I said, "What's going on here? You know, you can't just change the start time. You didn't notify the union." He says, "Check with your BA. Uh, everyone was notified." So I called the BA, which is Kirk Shaka. and uh, Kirk Shaka, Well, I text him about it, and he texted me back that Danny Montabo uh, just said to grieve it. Just have to agree with that. It's our problem now, the new executive board's problem. And that's that's a sore loser kind of move. And not he's not looking out for the membership right now. You know, he's don't he he's <sighs> sore loser to the fullest. You know, instead of him still fighting because we still paying for his salary until Jan uh, until December thirty first, instead of him handling the problem, he says, Do what you gotta do to the company, let the new executive board deal with it. And that's bullshit right there. Because, you know what, even though I put, I, I did the wrong one. I wanted boo, boo, boo. 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 Yeah, boo you. So, uh, you know, instead of him fighting the company and telling the company they cannot do that. And, uh, you know, fight to the end for the membership because he has until to the 31st. Uh, he gave up right after the election, and now the 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 manage you know the the company is gonna do whatever they are gonna do. They put those times all the way up to nine fifteen, nine twenty, uh nine nine ten, nine fifteen. So I know it's going across the whole uh, local that this is happening. Never look out for the membership before. Don't explain him. Don't expect him to start now. You're absolutely right, but you know what? If you're gonna go out of this local you go out with uh your head up not your head down because right now you're doing everything possible to uh to um to ruin this local and you and you and you're throwing it on EMS. s you're just like oh let them handle that shit and that's the wrong way of doing it. that's a sour puss, that's a sore loser and and you know what the members have spoken they want you out and that's the way it is going to be out and also also since he hired that that uh walter kane back after the membership voted him to be out of the local and he and when he got eddie out uh edwin out he brought walter kane back uh, walter kane was at the count and he was pacing like he was having three kids uh, pacing back and forth he was into all the counts i mean this is the lawyer this is not even the executive board you saw them all standing in a tent hut uh red while uh, walter kane was going back and forth making sure who's on the ballot who's not who shouldn't be voting he was doing everything he was wearing glasses he was standing up and then when he saw that after the first uh half an hour that they were getting all the votes they they felt a little bit secure and then after that, it was like, row D, 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 row D. I mean, everything was row D. And that's when he sat down and took off his glasses and took a deep breath and says, we're done. But anyway, you know, we, we, the membership, the membership is, uh, is the first thing, you know, the first, you have to take care of the membership first. And Danny is not doing that right now, even though he's getting out of office. Uh, I can I, I could understand that. I bet you this whole week they are going to either bang out. They're not going to go to centers. They're not going to go to they're not going to finish their job and they should be finishing their job. Um, and that that's sad here because, listen, if if you lose, you lose. You know, I was if I would have lost, I would have congratulated anyone. That I I congratulated the guys that did lose. I mean, Kamar was there, Benton was there. We all shook hands, we all hugged each other, you know. But except them, the sore losers, they just they just didn't want to do it. They just felt like they should have stood in office after the past three years of horror, and they felt that you know no one should have challenged them. But they got challenged, and the members spoke. Okay, we didn't speak. The members spoke. The members knew what they wanted in office and they got it and now let's start fresh together to make this strong, this union strong again because right now is 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 it was weak before and please with the members help and us we could do this we could turn this local around Thank you, Bernard, for the for the can I wait for you, you guys to back us against this company Of Absolutely. We're definitely gonna be uh backing up all the stewards, you especially Bernard. Bernard's uh pretty good, what he does. He knows the contract pretty good. Uh the only thing that was holding him back it was this executive board, him and Maynard. Uh a great TAT team partners there because Maynard is 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 anal with that contract, and then he has Bernard. That's the, the, the brain. <laughs> they both the brain. But, uh, yes, you're going to get backing from this uh, executive board now. Do your thing. Make sure you represent the members. Uh, the executive board definitely is going to have your backs. We're not going to undermine you guys. The brothers and sisters feel f- happy that a change is coming to ha- happen. Yes, a change. But let me tell you something. It's, it's not going to take us 13 guys to do it. It's not gonna take us 13 guys. It's gonna take you, me, and the rest of the crew to do this. We need the help of the membership to succeed. Without the membership, we ain't nothing. We are absolutely nothing. So I ask of everyone to contribute to, to get involved with the union and be there for for all your executive board and be there for your fellow brothers and sisters and your shop stewards. With that said, it's, it's, it's the only way we're going to turn this thing around. You know, we're going to do our part in the executive board. The, the, the shop stewards are going to have the backing of the executive board. And with that said, it goes, you know, to the membership. The membership also needs to get involved. Also, if you see a supervisor working, fucking tell your shop steward, write it up. Get that, get that pay. You know, they shouldn't be doing bargaining unit work. If they have they over, you got to help yourself out. You got to help your center. You got to help your shopster. Don't go home on code 26. Fuck that code 26. Code 26, (laughs) you don't get paid. Now, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of uh, members, uh, you know, sometimes you got to go home because something that you cannot do during the weekend, you need to go home. Um, That's why you use your days. You use your optionals and your sick days. You know, oh Merry Christmas to then all thank you out there for listening. Thank you that was Scott Damone for Merry Christmas but um educate your membership that you know you're not going home, you staying at work and, and telling them that you want to work it's gonna it's gonna secure everyone's job you know because right now the time you know you're seeing how the stock market went down and uh, they already started laying off the coordinators. They started laying off the security from uh, Forsterville, uh, Forster. They do, they doing cuts right now, and by you going, sorry, by you going home, it's just giving them a better way to lay off your brothers and sisters. So we all need to stick together and forget about that code twenty six. That code twenty six. Just remember, that code twenty six. You don't pay into the pension. You don't pay into anything. It's just a fucking day that you get with no pay. And if you're on top pay, you're losing almost $400 for an eight-hour day. And if you do overtime, I'm serious. Hold on a second. Union Power Radio. Hey, Hector,
4: what's up? It's Anthony Rosario, puppy. How you doing? Congratulations. Uh-huh.
1: Thank you. What's up, Anthony? What's going on?
4: Hey, I, I see you touched on a topic that was bothering me too as well, and I had to call in because they're not just talking about taking out security, they're talking about taking out armed guards from the drivers that go out into rough neighborhoods. I know. I mean, that is a no-no. Those guys go into some pretty tough spots. We know some drivers in our area, especially that go into some of the hardest neighborhoods in Brownsville, and they always had an armed guard before, and that's pretty scary stuff. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Now, now, what does the executive board said about that when they uh, when that happened? Did they say, oh, just wait till the new executive board come and handle it? I, I guarantee you that's what they said.
4: Probably. I, I really don't even know if they said anything. I'm not even sure, you know, what, what's planning to be done about it. Uh, you know, like right now it's up in the air because, uh, you know, there's listen, at, at the point we are now, we're all just happy that you guys are in, and we know it's going to take a few days. And uh, we know nothing's going to happen overnight, but we know that that with you guys there, things are going to change. And like what you're saying is very important. Guys out there have to start, you know, when they see something, they have to say something. You know, we wanted to be like back in the day when a supervisor was, was, was touching a package back in the day and one of the old executive board members rolled in back in the, you know, the Ron Carey or Howie Redman or, or even Donato. You know, these, these guys would drop their package. They they would drop the package on the floor. You know, there were moments where union members or shop stewards would see somebody holding a package and they would drop the package because they knew they weren't supposed to be doing it, you know? And you, you, right now, you, you go to work and you'll see these guys, they'll pick up a package and just walk right by everybody and nobody says nothing. I, I believe that those days are over and and it's time for us to say something when we see
1: something. Exactly. Uh, someone just wrote, pick on one, you pick on 7,600, and that's correct. One goes Damn down, man. One goes down. all of us. No,
4: I know this also, that some of the guys were upset. You know, I, I see that some of the guys were upset that the voter turnout wasn't as big as we expected. You know, like, during the, the negotiation uh for the supplement, when, when they tried to put it out the first time, they you guys started this whole huge vote no campaign, and, and it worked, you know. It, it helped, especially when it came down to our supplement. We only, we had over... 3,400 guys voted, if I remember correctly, was it 34, 3600, and, and for this voter turnout, we only had 2,800 guys, and I, I can see why guys were upset about that. Yeah. But listen, like you were saying earlier, very important for those listening. It is important for us as members to work on those other members that didn't vote. It is important for us to get out there and start. Now that you guys are in there and you guys plan to be more present in the building. Like like Vinnie Perone said, presence is key. Presence and showing themselves, the EB walking around is key. We have to do our part, like you said, Hex. We as members have to do our part. That's why I had put up on Facebook the other day, I, I, last night, I was having a couple of treats of Cognac and watching Supernatural and I said, you know what, we have to do something to show everybody you know, that, that we mean business and maybe not only just Saying something, seeing something, but just everybody showing a, a, a kind of uh, a unity by by everybody going out and starting to buy jackets, the union jackets. Everybody wearing a union jacket. Everybody coming to work wearing a union jacket. You know, everybody, get the bands back. You guys are doing negotiations. Let's get those bracelets back. Let's get those union contract bracelets back. Let everybody walk around with their union jacket, their bracelets on. Representing, hoping that we get a good negotiation, ho- hoping that these guys come and do some, you know, collective board. We need everybody to, to be on board, and we need to show the company that we're on that we're on board with you guys, and that we're on board with one another, and that we, the members, aren't just relying on you guys. We're relying on ourselves and on you guys. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, exactly. We like I said, uh, we can't. We the executive board. We have a good team that I uh, I ran with, and I named them all before. And uh, we we're pretty good. Uh, what we do, we we're not scared of the company, but we need the backing of the membership uh, to fight this company, this this billion dollar company. And they don't they have money to fight, and they don't care. So with the membership being involved, it makes us even stronger when the membership is involved. And that's why uh, I say that we have to. Uh, we have to uh get together as uh executive board the trustees the the ba's and the membership and the stewards everybody should be involved in and in, in trying to make this no not trying making this lo- local better again motivate the new guys bringing union membership id cards back yeah that's a good idea too i mean i you know i've been i've been a uh, a teamster now for uh, twelve years, and I, and I never got and I never got a teamster card. I mean, I think that's you you're, that you're, I think that's it should be the everyone should get a teamster card. Hold on, it's second, I got Raul Melastina.
4: Get a teamster you, card. You, you, I feel like every member that gets that gets brought in right away, they should think about getting themselves a jacket with their name on it, just to show a kind of union pride. You know, it's like uh, initiation. Initiation, you join the union. So, boom, you get yourself a union card, and you get yourself a jacket, and boom, you're part of the team. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: We have Raul Molestina on the phone. What's up, Raul?
4: Hey, how are you?
3: Anthony, what's up, baby?
4: What's up, Papi? Congratulations, bro.
3: Thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you. I was just listening in. I just wanted to touch on a little bit of you, uh, some things you were saying, Anthony. Um, You know, we had 2,900, actually, that voted. Which is yeah. which is which is in tune with what every election. By the way, last time it was twenty nine sixty seven. This time I think it was twenty nine fifteen. That that's yeah. not including the, the ones that weren't uh, allowed to be counted. But you know, I, I was talking to the election supervisor, Sandra, and she told me that because the election is is held the week before Christmas, the mail is held back. So we anybody that sent their, their ballot that week, like even including Monday, probably didn't get their vote counted.
4: Wow.
3: So she was saying that she can get a, a couple of hundreds that still haven't been um, counted. Even it's over and we can't count them, but those things—those are the factors that happen when you have to count the ballots in December.
4: Right. That, that makes perfect sense. Is, is there any reason, do you guys know, that they cut it down from... From four weeks to three weeks? Because I remember it was longer. It was, it was a four-week period back before, no? Now it's only a three-week window? Like, I, I remember it being longer than that.
3: It's up to the president. It's, it's whatever the president uh, decides.
4: Okay, what great. I, well, that, that's great, because now Vinnie Peron is president. And I'm sure you guys, the 13 of you guys, will put your heads together and come up with a a better solution as far as election goes to make sure that this this type of uh, thing doesn't happen again. Maybe they could even change around the time the year this happens so we don't have to worry about the Christmas.
1: It's going to be be a change. Uh, I know uh, Vinny already spoke about it. Uh, He's already in the works with the bylaws and uh, is in the works right now that this election will never uh, be with the... With the, you know, Christmas, uh, Christmas peak season and all that shit. So, Vinny already has the plan. Vinny already sent a letter to uh, Danny Montabo, you know. Uh, he was very prepared and ready ready to go. He's ready to uh, fight this uh, uh, company uh, along the side. You know, us, me, Raul, and uh, Dave and all of them uh, aside him. And uh, we got his back. He's got our back. And we, every, we all have the membership back. So... We're ready. We got your back. Damn right we do. That's right, and that's what we ask. We ask like we need. Uh, we need your. We need the memberships back. We need you guys to get involved. Come to the general membership meetings. Come to general uh, to the to the sh- all the shop stewards that are out there because we have over a hundred shop stewards. Get involved, guys. I know Vinny is real strict on that shit because uh, Tim Savetta put it on the. I I guess he did it before. You know a shop steward is the first line of defense and your shop steward should come to every shop steward meeting or general membership meeting even if it's three times in the year As long as you uh, get the information to give out to the membership because right now the membership is in the, you know in the dark we need to give all that information to the membership what we know the shop steward is gonna know what the shop is gonna know the membership is gonna know and that's what we want
3: yeah good point
1: so what else is up, uh, Raul? You enjoying your 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 victory?
3: I am, I am, I am. We had uh, we, you know, we had like a last minute Christmas party on Friday, and uh, we had a good good turnout. And thank you for showing up, Hector. It was a lot of guys. You know, felt good seeing you and meeting you. And I even got a bunch of text messages and calls, and they're like, "Yo, you know that was you know that was one of the best <laughs> Christmas victory parties we ever had."
1: Yeah, until the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, until and you know, the party crasher, the, uh, until the party crasher came by, but you know. Something
4: always happens at the end. Yeah. That party was amazing too, man. Yeah, uh, yep. I mean, uh, to Thank you guys all for the support. A lot of guys showed up. You, Raul, came with a few guys. Uh, so- Hector came. I mean, we had guys from uh the, uh from the Queens building show up. I mean, the whole Fourth Avenue building was there. Guys from Manhattan Lawrence Grant came through. You know, uh we had an amazing time as well, man, and I want to yeah. thank everybody yeah, yeah. for
1: coming. I mean, I, I couldn't be in two places at one time. Sorry Queens North. Queens North also invited me to their party at the same time with Raul's Milestina's party. Uh I was trying to hit both parties at the same time. I was going to go to the, uh, Manhattan real quick, uh hang out with the guys from 43rd Street, and big up to all of uh, thank you for what walk- you know, it was a, they they real brothers out there in 43rd Street. They uh they stick together. Uh, they had a good time together we ha- i had a great time together with the uh, 43rd street uh and also in, for- in forster i had a great time in forster uh party i'm sorry to uh, say like that raul but yo yeah. Yo, that was a party, man, and I had a great time, <laughs> and right. I had a, I had a great time, what I remember, because I got so drunk in the JFK party, and big up to uh, Laurelton, that I, I had a great time, and like I said, I couldn't be in two places at one, but I if, if Queens North, uh, if they would have had it a different day, I definitely would have been hanging out with the Queens North guys, and I'm sorry I didn't make it, because um, I, got, I got a little bit twisted at Raul's party, I got so twisted that I got on the train, and I missed my stop. Uh, I went beyond my uh, house, so, <laughs> it, it, and I had to walk thirty blocks to get to back to because uh, I didn't know where the hell I was when I walk up. But anyway, I had a great time, and thanks uh, for the Forty Third Street, uh, everyone from the East. Uh, what is it? The East Center? The the East. East
3: uh, the East Side Center was we had, there. Yeah, we have guys. Yeah, we had guys from the East Side Center. We had guys from uh, Lenox, which is my center, and uh, we have some guys from Harlem, Harlem uh, East also so
1: we had three centers in there yeah we had food we had drinks and uh it was uh, it was good i mean uh it wasn't uh, anyway foster was the shit though
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we man, definitely yeah. had a blast yeah we uh, well, had a well, blast to the party that uh louis babone and i believe marlon are throwing i uh, yeah january November, f- on january 5th they're oh. also also opening their doors up to the whole local that's which correct. Is very nice of them And I got a couple of guys from Fawcett, definitely interested in going down there to support them. I hope to see some of you guys there. It's going to be January 5th over in Farmingdale.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely be there in uh, January 5th. I'll be there. Um, uh, I was going to go away for my birthday weekend, which is next, uh, Friday. I was going to go away to Florida where my mother's at and, uh, spend the New Year's there. But then, uh, I, I got a curveball today, so I got to be in town for the 31st. Right, Raul? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll be partying, uh, here, uh, for my birthday because I was going to go there and, uh, hang out with my mom and my brother. And then, uh, bring in the New Year's with my, uh... With my family, but uh I'm here. I'm gonna be here uh for the weekend, and uh, and and uh, it's gonna be a birthday party for uh little Anthony Jr. because he's the same day as me, right? Well,
4: Giovanni, Giovanni, right? second one, yeah. Giovanni's on yeah.
1: 28th, Giovanni, like birthday is you. on the 28th. birthday as you. on the 28th. Yeah. we we'll
4: be celebrating that on uh, the 29th. Yeah,
3: I want to go to bar- I want to go to lose uh, uh, Christmas party, but that's my birthday, January fifth, man. You know. There you go. Yeah. We can celebrate <laughs> it I'm there.
4: Celebrate the birthday over there, bro. I might <laughs> have to. I might have to. I gotta get the
3: babysitter though. You know how that goes.
4: The yeah, question? I got you. I know exactly how that goes. There's a question I out there. I always call my favorite babysitter, my mom. <laughs> There's a
1: question out there that says EMS.
4: Uh, oh. For anybody who wants the information for Louis Barbone's party, uh, they call this place the main event. It's 1815 Broad Hollow Road, Farmingdale, New York, 11735. Uh, um, it's already been posted. If you guys look on the local eight oh four four page, it's the Melville Holiday Party. They're going to do it January 5th and it's from 7.30 p.m. to 11 p.m. You know, and $20, I believe, gets you any kind of beer or, uh, or, um, or any kind of beer or wine and stuff. I don't think liquor's included, but, uh, I think it's going to be fun. Like I said, we got a couple of guys from Forster Avenue coming to show up and show support, and we would like for you guys to show support. A lot of people came to our Forster Avenue party, and it was huge. A lot of, a lot of different centers, a lot of different buildings. It was really nice to see all those people together. I did not expect that many people. The bartenders, but you guys remember they completely barely handle us. They were not ready for what we brought for the party. <laughs> it was yeah. One of the girls had a asthma attack and left because of the hookah. <laughs> so they were short staffed. But uh they held it. Yes, yes. But they you know what? They held it down, they kept the profession. I told the lady, if we do this again, you gotta be more prepared for us, you know, and she said right off the back, she was like, I did not know. And I was like, now you know how we get down, right, ma'am? And she was like, yes. And I promise you, if you guys do it again, we will have a, a, a total staff guys in the kitchen here behind the bar. Now I know how you guys get down. And was that was like, the first annual. On. That
1: was the first annual party. So I guess you're gonna be doing uh, the second, the third, the fourth, and, and so on. Correct?
4: I, I hope so. I hope so. You know, and and you know, dealing dealing with dealing with with you guys, I'm sure will be a lot easier than going through what we went through last time. You <laughs> know, trying to get oh all the centers together. yeah, I know, I know. So I'm looking forward to that, We're working along with you guys to help make this party happen. Someone else a question, uh, Okay. You know, and listen, and, I, and listen, it's, it's, I like the fact that a lot of people are doing their parties and opening the doors. This is like, this is important to me because it's, it's like you guys said, it's bringing unity. You know, the fact that we could all break bread together, yes. drink together, talk about our problems together, and, and vent out our, our frustrations over what UPS is doing in a, in a, in a nice setting where we're not doing this work. We're not, we're not, we're not thinking about, you know, all, all the, we're basically just, just bending out. Yeah. Yeah. All the bullshit. You know, all the bullshit. Yeah. All the bullshit. All yeah the
0: politics.
4: All the politics. Yeah. 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 You no, know, only, only we know what we go through. Raul. Only we know. You know what I'm saying? So when we don't get together like that, you could see, I could see the look on everybody's faces, man, the smiles. Nobody was fighting. Uh, I mean, everybody was having a good time. Nobody was talking about, you know, uh, anything, anything that had to do with the politics of what was going on the elections. Everybody was just having a straight up good fucking time. And it was so happy to see, you know, I was running back and forth, talking to everybody, trying to make sure everything was great. I had an amazing time and I thank you. And I hope you have the same thing. You did, you did a job, Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. I, I hope to have them. the same thing in Melba. I hope people go out there on January 5th and show a lot of love to them. You know, Louis Barbone is going to be one of the DAs running with you guys. And, you know, it could even be a little bit of a victory party for him, a little victory party for some of the EMS guys if they show up. You know, it, it, it's going to be nice. It's Christmas holiday. Uh, just, just straight up, you know, unity, having a good time together. It's like it's was it man. I really, really look forward to
1: it. Absolutely. Uh, I have a question from uh, a listener. He said, is EMS still gonna thinking about bringing some of the guys from the slate? Wait, they changed up on me. That ran. That's up to the executive board. That's uh, that's Vinny Perrone. I, I haven't heard anything. Uh, so uh, I guess when... Uh, when we get into office on January 2nd, uh, I'm sure we're going to be looking, you know, it has to do with monies also. Uh, you just can't bring somebody off the street not knowing that we don't have the, the, the money, the funds in there. So uh, it's going to be Vinnie Peron, uh seeing what, what, I mean, we have more buildings to cover now. I mean, it was 14 buildings before now. It's the 17 buildings. Uh, I'm sure if the the, the money's there, uh, they will be bringing uh, uh, other candidates into the executive board as union representative, but that's up to the executive board. I'm not in that... Uh in that decision making, uh, the first seven guys have to sit down and uh, evaluate and see who they uh, think is good for the job, for the membership. Uh, because remember, we've got to bring a guy in that's going to be good for the membership, not because it's going to make us look good. It's going to make the membership look good and do work hard for the membership. So, you have to wait till after January 2nd for Vinnie Perron to make that call. He says, uh, if you need my granddaughter for another video. Ha, ha, ha. That was funny. That was the, yeah, from Queens North. That was that was hilarious. That was a great video. Uh, that was when the, the granddaughter of this one guy from Queens North uh, was uh, doing the ballot count. She was like, uh, members first. And who is, you know, I don't know if you guys saw that video on Facebook.
4: <laughs> I didn't know I didn't see that
1: video You didn't see the video? Oh it was all over the video It was a great video But uh Yeah she, 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 She'll she like be a great spokesperson For EMS. <laughs> I'm hearing An Juan Who's An Juan? You mean Antoine? I don't know The guy Uh I don't know it's, I'm reading the questions though. He took Like a man Very positive Very calm Yeah Uh Who's that? Is you, you Raul? You having a party over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I telling you party guys, don't, don't call <laughs> here when you have all the kids around you. But anyway, uh, Raul, uh, I am going to cut you off <laughs> and uh you okay over there? Are you you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I just uh, I was uh, just uh, cool. when they all, right. they're all <laughs> around me. All right. Cool. <laughs> I know you can't control that. You got you can't tell them to shut up. But uh cuz they having fun um but yeah uh like i said in the beginning of the show ems is here uh we got elected and thank you to the membership thank you to all the members that voted we had a little vote turnout i i'm you know i'm a little bit disappointed of uh, 7100 or 7600 members and only 2800 or 2900 voted uh it was almost the same as the last election uh local election uh... it was surprised me the most that the vote no election was more than the local election. Um it was 3300 uh in the vote no election and you know pretty much we uh the guys that I am running that I'm I'm in the slate with because I'm we're not running anymore. We already ran and we got we got to the finish line and the finish line is now now it's uh now it's the executive board of local 4. Uh, we all was out there doing the vote no movement and we uh brung the votes from uh, sixteen hundred to thirty three hundred for the vote no and uh I was hoping it could be uh that way for the local election. But you know it's four slates. Uh everybody gets confused with four slates, you know. Everybody throws their hat in the ring thinking they could uh they could do what they gotta do for this local uh and I, uh, I appreciate everyone that uh, ran, that were candidates, and uh, we only had one, you know, one bad slate that was doing dirty politics, and we all know who that was, and, and surprisingly he's got 700 votes, uh, but he was the only one being dirty out there, putting dirty politics, uh, going against members with some bullshit uh, flyers that he was putting out, and at the end of the day, the membership saw right through him, and they voted him out, and now he's a sore loser. But we have to get over it. He has to get over it. We're here for one thing only. EMS is here to work with the membership to put this local back on track.
4: Okay, and we as members have to know that it's not just on you guys. We also have to be part of that change as members. We know that you guys are a big part of it. You guys are at the helm. You guys are there to lead the way. But we as members have to be more united. We as members definitely have to give more. We have to do more. We have to say more. We have to see more. It, it, it all comes down to us working together in unity. You know, it, it's very important. I had a question for you, Hector. Now that uh, you guys are getting in, do you know uh, how long it's going to take before you guys are able to get back to the table as far as negotiations go? Like, is there any word on that? or No, we, no, are no word you on waiting to you
1: guys? I believe, yeah, I believe they waiting for us to get in, and, uh, which was, be, you know, they can't do any negotiation now with the holidays and peak season. Uh, it would be, it'd be fooled, you know, to do all that, uh, because remember, you have to have a negotiation committee there also, and, uh, I don't, I don't know what uh, Vinny is planning to do. Uh, we haven't got that far into the, we, we just got into, uh, winning the election, uh, uh, going out there and getting the members to vote for us we got the uh, we got as far as you know he sent the 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 president letter to the other to the acting president to uh, to tell them what we 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 asked for when when we're gonna go sit down with them to do the transition um right. and that's as far as we got so far and the transition the transition meeting will be on december 31st. Okay. kind of ironic is on new year's eve but uh uh i was i was thinking december 28th uh you know the friday before but they doing it on that monday uh december 31st the transition and and for the members that don't know what the transition is is that that the old executive board the outgoing executive board and the new executive board sit down uh, at the conference room and they uh switch information as far as what they have as far as any pending uh uh stuff from the membership uh they we they switch all the books make sure all the books are in order uh you know it's a, it's a transition day it's going to be there all day to transition we have to get all the information all the passwords everything uh the keys we have to call locksmith we have to do all that change on that day and uh from with that information, we carry on into the office on January 2nd, and that's when we start representing the members uh, uh, as far as whatever from that day forward. Um, that's no, a transition. Too. That's a transition meeting that we're going to have. It's after that, uh, I'm sure the company's going to want to sit down with uh, Vinnie Perrone <coughs> and discuss whatever they need to discuss. Uh, I know I know Vinnie Perone is is a straight up guy. He's he don't he don't bite his, you know. He don't bite his tongue and he he, he he just straight up so I know the company's is expecting something different than the old executive board and that's what it is. I have a I have a plan and been on one gear. Damn, Mena, will you call up because I, you you write these long things and then I get, I, get, I can't read it all. But anyway, anyone that wants to read that anybody i got you hold on (laughs) i got
4: you uh G says i had a can then on first gear all this time it's been on hold all this time since i didn't have backing from the hall now we're gonna go to second gear and move forward with the plans since we're gonna have backing now
1: (laughs) yeah you can't lie me now
4: you definitely are gonna have backing
1: now yeah and he's right he's been on hold he's been on neutral because He's a fighter. He's a fighter for the members, and he didn't have the backing. He had Alex Zarada, whatever his name is, that had no backing there whatsoever. And uh, I know Maynard is going to shine now for his members at Queens North now that he knows he's going to have the backing. Good luck with the transition. Hopefully they all be honest and give you everything you need to uh, need no monkey business. Well, you know what? I I wish that was the truth right there that you said that because, you know, who knows with these guys? You know they 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 sour right now. They are sore losers right now. So who knows? Uh, the trans the trans uh the trans uh okay. And I'm freaking uh, speechless now. I just said it before. Uh, the transition uh it goes smooth as as possible. Uh, I hope, I hope as smooth as possible. I hope they give us all the information that benefits the membership because remember, they're not hurting us. The guys that won the, the vote, they hurt in the membership by holding back anything that that can help a member. So if they help, if they hold anything back or they shredded anything that is important to a member, it only makes our job extra harder to fight for that case. So it, my advice to them, don't be a sore loser. Don't be a sour puss. Give us every information that will help a member out. Remember, we do this for the membership, not because of you lost and you're sourpuss now. So at the transition uh, meeting, hopefully everything goes smooth, that they give us everything that we need to fight for the membership, whoever's out on the street, whoever is on, uh, on the docket. We just need all H- that and information.
4: Hopefully they don't break any more car windows.
1: Exactly. Now I know I someone. Someone said that that that, uh, that yeah
4: yeah Tom Tom Lamontinolo, where his, his uh, call window was broken the day of the ballot count. The welfare chief. I mean, come on, man. And you supposedly also had a window broken during yeah, yeah, the nomination.
1: No, join join the campaigning. Uh, I was out. My my car had never been touched on. Only one time when they uh, robbed uh, like thirteen cars out of the parking lot. But ever since then, they've been closing that gate uh, at at work, and no one could get into that. But if, for some reason. Uh, one window was broken during the campaign. It was my window, uh, you know, because it had uh, what the heck show union power radio stick on the back. And I guess they 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 penciled me out or whatever they they knew. That was my car. So they uh, they threw a brick, not a brick, a little uh, rock. Uh, it, the glass guy said it was a BB gun. Um, whatever it is, they broke my black my uh, the back of glass. And it is what it is. And then to hear that they did, uh, someone did it to the guy from Health and Welfare. Uh, it just says, you know, I, I don't, I don't expect anything less. But anyway, I got glass insurance, so they didn't do anything to me. Uh, my glass insurance paid for it. <laughs> so I mean, if I would have, if I would have, if, if I didn't have glass insurance, I would have been one pissed off Teamster that uh, because UPS, uh, the company, said right away that it's your responsibility to park in there. They they can't pay for anything, so uh, thank God for my glass insurance. Thank God for Geico. Fifteen minutes would save you a whole lot of money. That was a that was a spot. Uh, Geico mm-hmm. have I have glass insurance, so they took care of my glass, and I didn't have to pay for all that shit. So I'm good.
4: J- Jamie Jamie, our uh, boy from Fourth Avenue, says thanks for reaching out to him during his ordeal in the elections, and he's happy it didn't have an effect on it.
1: Yes, uh, and I'm glad. If, uh, no, not about the the effect on the election but just uh the way they did Jamie it was it was wrong I know his uh especially in the docket uh and hopefully we could straighten that out for Jamie now because they these guys ain't gonna do it so hopefully that yeah, works absolutely. out um uh,
4: who's Choco for? You know I, him?
1: I don't know. He says, hopefully, Santeria and God
4: and San Miguel, which is St. Miguel, will be there watching over EMS on transition <laughs> day. <laughs>
2: well, thank you. <laughs>
4: hopefully, brother. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm, exactly. I'm going to have my great-great-grandmother, Santeria lady, come and do her little thing. And <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, he goes, I uh, can, can you guys have a Santeria for our whole... Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have the exterminator there. We definitely we definitely need a blessing in there. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I just say uh, I hope they don't leave that uh eight oh four wooden uh strong thing that they have in that conference room, because I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna uh burn the <laughs> shit out of it. Raul that's not, not a blessing, more like an
0: exorcism.
1: <laughs> he's a he, oh, oh this guy's guy from 43rd Street, yeah. Gleason, Gleason Dunn. You know that, you know who he is, uh, Raul? Who? The guy from uh, oh, Choco. Yeah, he says he's girlfriend from 43rd, Girfan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I know who
4: he is. Was he at the party? No,
1: he wasn't at the party. Oh, he wasn't at the party. He missed a good party. All those uh, fry. All those, uh, everything was good. The food was there was good. Those little uh, sliders were pretty good. I mean, I paid the price the next day, but it was pretty good. Air driver from Radio City. <laughs> he's an air driver from Radio City. Big ups to the air driver he's from Radio City. He's a good Shorter. dude. He's a good, he's a dude. good dude. He's yeah. a good dude. I see. That was Raul saying he's a good dude. Raul, don't have, you, you don't have to tell me he's a good dude. You can see, see he cares about the union, the way he's texting and the way he's getting involved. So, what's up, Raul? What are you going to do for the next couple of days? You going to work Monday? Yeah, I'm going to work Monday, and I think I'm going
3: to call it quits after that. I really can't. I don't know if I can make it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's going to be light. I got a couple of POHs. I might just knock out my days and just get ready, man. Yeah.
1: You know? I hear you.
3: I got to have my mind set, man. I I got to have my mind ready.
1: I get up at 5:30 in the morning every morning and uh it, I'm going to be working until January 2nd. <laughs> it said I can, I got it, I got it, I, I can't stay still. You know, I get up every morning at 5:30 in the morning, sometimes even earlier. Even Tony Ruiz said this morning, go to sleep cuz I was texting in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm I'm anxious. Uh, I've always been anxious for the past 12 years uh, going to work. Uh, when I became a shop steward, I get up at 5:30 in the morning just to go to the building to to look around and see what the everybody. Thought. You know, I found a lot of things going there early. Uh, what uh, the company was doing that I didn't think it was right. Like uh, they were moving trucks out of the building, which I could get. You know, uh bargaining union guys to do that to make money to make overtime and I stopped the management from doing that in the morning and I have guys three three guys coming in early punching in early and moving those trucks. Uh and that's what every shop steward should be out there looking for uh when you go there early in the morning. Even though I don't get paid to go there, I just did it because I love bussing the management balls and I love it. Jesus. yeah i'll do it for no pay (laughs) but But that's the way it is and uh like i said i wasn't gonna do a long radio show today because this is probably gonna be my last radio show uh for the what the heck show here on union power radio hopefully uh you know live from laurelton i guess when they get up in effect that they uh you know, I spoke to Russo uh, during the count, and uh, I never knew who he was. I know he's a guy from Foster. Uh, he was running with Benton Corley, and then he 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 gave me a ver- a word of advice. He says he loves the show, but but the show should be for educating the members to uh, talking about the uh, our Bible, which is the contract book. And talking about certain uh, um, uh, languages and, and articles that the members should know and know how to act when it, it you know it becomes a problem for them. Um, one of the articles that's the most critical article in our in our um, Bible in our contract book is Article Thirty Seven, which a lot of people don't know what Article Thirty Seven is. Is when harassment, dignity, and respect uh, that that's a real critical. Uh, Article that every member should know about, and also another article that's very critical that you should know about is Article 4. A a member, uh, a a supervisor, shouldn't be talking to you about any job action that you're doing. Like if he asks you, uh, Why didn't you do this at this location? He shouldn't be asking that it's going to lead into discipline. If you think it's going to lead into discipline, you can stop the conversation by saying that you're going to, you're um, doing your article 4 and you want your shop steward present your shop steward should be present on any questioning if it's going to lead to discipline so there's a lot of articles that you need to understand uh, and members yeah. need to understand I agree
3: with you Hector sorry to interrupt you on that on that article 4 which is really really important I had so many arguments with the supervisors told about oh I can't talk to him I'm not going to suspend him if you can talk to him about football about baseball exactly. why the fuck can you need to talk to him about any work related
1: stuff Every time I see and we a, we end it. Every time I see a member talking to a supervisor, I say, "You guys better be talking about football and baseball." Correct, correct. You know? And the supervisor looks, and he walks away because he knows where I'm going with that. But the thing is that the members, sh- the membership, should know about that article. And you're right; you have the right to stop the conversation right there on his track. You could just say, "Stop." I need my shop steward present because I think I feel it's going to lead into discipline and they have to stop. They have to stop questioning you without a shop steward present. Don't get afraid. Don't be afraid of the of the management is that? Oh, listen, I'm going to talk to you without your shops. No, you're not going to talk to me without my shop steward present. I want my shop steward present. Remember, your shop steward is going to be there to witness everything that comes out of that management's mouth, because whatever you say and I don't use it in my in in, in my office when when I go into office with a, with a member and the first thing out of the, the, the management's mouth is, you know, the supervisor's mouth is be like, uh, oh, we talked before about this, didn't we? And I said, well, was I involved? If I wasn't involved, don't bring it up in this office. Whatever uh, you guys what? talked about is no, is, 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 it doesn't exist. So, you know, some members be like, yes, yep. I remember. No, you don't remember. Because it wasn't a shop steward present to be a on-the-record conversation. Correct. Because they could use that conversation against you in that room. That's why if I, when they bring up a conversation that they said they had with the driver, I say, uh, let's stop the conversation right now because I wasn't involved. I wasn't there to hear, so I don't want to talk about it. And I stop the supervisor or manager on his tracks right there. Because they're not supposed to be talking to a member that's going to lead into discipline without a shop steward right. present. That's an Article 4 violation. And let me tell you something if you're out there and they come talk to you and they want to talk to you about a package, about this, about security, about LP, stop the conversation right there. It's your rights under the, uh, the Article 4. And the uh, for it, yeah. and you have the right to tell them, don't talk to me until my shop store is present. But like that, that's what uh Chris uh the Russell from uh Forster, he's saying that the, the show should be educating the the members yes. about the Bible, our Bible, our contract, our articles, the language of the uh, uh of the shit, and also to help the members. Sh- You know realize that going home on code 26 you're not constant you're not you're not putting into the pension so you're hurting the pension by not coming in and you know the company saves maybe five to six last last year they saved 5.9 million dollars 5.9 million dollars they didn't contribute to the pension because across the whole district guys went home on cold 26 so the company saved wow. 5.9 million dollars that they that 5.5 uh five, crazy. would have been in our pension funds if if guys stayed at work if they didn't go home All on right. cold 26 you know, everyone says, ah, oh, fuck it, I got something to do. I, I I, got that. You know, sometimes you need to go home one day out of the week. But if you take two days out of the week, three days out of the week, and you go home and you say, fuck it, I, I got time to you relax. You're fucking your pension. You're fucking your pension. That's what you're doing. Because that money that they, they, they saved, the $5.9 million that they could have put into our pension, is secure your pension for the future and secure your brother's pension for the future. So, you know, all that shit's got to stop. All that shit's got to stop.
3: Hector, Hector, just to add on that article four that you were speaking uh, about a minute ago, Mm -hmm. like, when guys get into accidents or get injured on the road and stuff, there's there's like an epidemic of them just calling management, and then we hear it, like, later on that day, or we hear it the next day. They don't call it right away, and they already got interviewed and stuff like that. That's something we need to educate the members on that, too. Yeah, That they need to call their management first and then
1: call us. Exactly. Yeah,
3: get us involved. You know what I mean? Every steward.
1: Exactly. You know, when you get into an auto accident, when you get into a, you got injured on the job, your first call should be your management team. The second call should be your shop steward. Because without your shop steward not knowing what's going on, you could put yourself in a lot of jeopardy, a lot of jeopardy, because what what happens is the, the supervisor or the manager is going to come up to you. Did you call your shop steward yet? They, that's the first thing out of their mind. They don't care about your health. They don't. They want to make sure that the shop steward don't know because and then they're going to do what they have to do to get you uh, to go to their doctor and not to take time more because of your injury. Because the only one that knows about your body is yourself. Not even a doctor can yep. tell you the pain that you're going through so the best thing to do is to call your supervisor as instructed when you get injured or in an auto accident and then make sure you call your shop steward because at the end once you don't call your shop store and your shop store don't know what the fuck is going on and then all of a sudden you're being disciplined for something that you did nothing wrong with, your shop steward is going to be like, what the fuck happened? Why you, why you didn't call me when that happened? And we could have talked about it then. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. So a lot of guys are not doing. I had an incident in my center that I, I had a, a, a driver with three helpers, three helpers. And this is uh, the crazy thing that LP came up to me, and I didn't know nothing about it. But what happened oh, well. was it was a love triangle with these three helpers. So what happened was they had a guy there and two girls as his helpers. So one girl yeah. said something about the other girl. The guy said something about, and I don't know if it was a love triangle or whatever, but mace was used. What? One of the girls nice. sprayed mace on the other girl and the guy and almost my Holy driver, and and then the other girl called the cops saying that the driver, uh, the the boyfriend had a gun, and cops were surrounding my driver, and I didn't know nothing about this shit. It was fucking crazy. And I go, you know, and then the LP comes up to me and says, well, "We got to talk to this driver." And I'm like, "For what?" Oh, it's big. I say, "What happened?" So when, I finally, oh so when I finally talked to the driver, he said, yeah, it was a love triangle between the helpers and they went crazy, It went crazy. The mace was set, the guns, you know, they said they, the guy had a gun. Cops came with their guns drawn, everything. It was a fucking total mess. And do you believe that driver did not call me to tell me exactly what happened that day so then I could cover his ass in case something does happen? Because in and, and the, and the reality of this whole story, the supervisor knew about the situation days before, and the supervisor and the supervisor allowed this behavior to go out there and put my driver at risk at danger because let's say one of those freaking guys did pull out a gun and shot and your sh- sh- bullets don't have no names. And the driver tells me this after we speak into the, to the LP, because the first question I said, did the supervisor know about this? And he goes, yeah. And I said, why you didn't tell me then? Mm-hmm. So I could have make sure that that supervisor didn't put those those uh, helpers with you. Get, get them out of there. Get them in, a, in harm's way. That's putting a driver in harm's way. But that's what I'm saying about Whoa. you guys you know the members should tell your your your, your shops to it what goes on all the time because the shop store is going to be the one that protects you. The shop store is going to be the one that, that knows how to handle a situation. The shop store is going to call the BA. The BA is going to get involved. Your union, that's what you pay union dues for. So you can have the, rep, you can have the reps there to represent you in the 110%. But if you don't tell and you think that management is going to uh, help you out, then you're wrong. Then you're absolutely uh-huh. wrong. So, my advice is to make sure you get your shop stewards involved with everything that happens. Everything Absolutely that right. happens. And,
4: and that's, excuse me, for, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's exactly what, what, what's important. That's why we're talking about educating the members. Because the members have to know that these are things that you have to do. First of all, when you see that happen, or if this is happening to you, first thing you do is call your steward. You, you need to call your steward first. I mean, that's, you would think, for us, that's common sense. Something happens to you. You call us to it. Doesn't matter whether you get hurt, whether you you got a a a manager trying to talk to you on the side to try to force some kind of discipline on you, whether he's talking about something he has no right talking to you about, as soon as that happens, you say, "I need to see my steward." Mm-hmm. People have to be educated; they have to know the steward. Like you said, is the first line of defense. He is what protects you from the company, you know. And the steward that has his defense. He's got his EB behind him. His BA, the BA has the trustees. The trustees have, you know, and it goes on so forth and so forth. That's how we protect one another, and that's the that's the chain of strength that we we rely upon. You know, and, and we, the members, we're more like the pawns on the chessboard. but the pawns are very important. The pawns have to play their part. Without us, the game doesn't get started. You exactly. know what I mean? We start the game. So, so people have to remember that. And, 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 you know, another article that I would like you to talk about is the article based on seniority, which is, I believe, Article 7, The The one that talks about, uh, uh, senior, uh, you, know, uh, you know, violation of seniority and the rights of seniority. Yeah. which article is that?
1: Uh, article 13.
4: Article 13. That's right. So, you know, I I notice, you know, a lot of times these these young guys, they, they come in, they don't they don't know any better. You know, so right away if management is holding a load on the side for for one of the one of the newer younger guys or or something and he thinks it's cool, oh, these guys are looking out for me. No, they're not looking out for you. They're fucking you and they're fucking the numbers. You know, this 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 load should be on the board. First of all, you can't hide loads Second of all, seniority is all we got, kid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel this way, but seniority is all, all we got. And we have to make sure we cater to seniority. And we got to cater to the guys who have high seniority. That's the way it works. They paid their dues here. They paid their dues in this company. You haven't yet. You know what I'm saying? You just started paying your dues. So, so don't come trying to sneak out in a, in a, in a sweet route when there's a, another cover driver there that has 10 or 15 years that he should be entitled to get that route. Exactly. That also falls with what exactly. happened to us on the Sunday. Guys coming out on Sunday. First of all, you should have come in on Sunday. Regardless of what, you should have just said no. But if they are the like next big guys in on Sunday, they have to go by seniority, not pick guys who they think are just going to show up because they rely on these guys. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to go through seniority. That's why my steward, Juan Acosta, spilled out such a huge grievance and had everybody's name on it. It's like a huge petition grievance. I mean, this guy's got over a, almost a hundred signatures on that grievance paper, which of course didn't have nothing, nothing was done yet because it's Mark, Mark Johnson at the time we were dealing with. But now it'll go into your guy's hands. So hopefully, things will get will move along with that. And, and you know, there's so many things with seniority that that guys don't realize. You know, it, it's it's annoying. It gets to the point where, listen, I, I'm sorry to say, that's not the way it works. You have to go by seniority. Seniority is important.
1: Exactly, <clears throat> and that's that's another oh, thing. Great. That uh that uh whatchamacallit that um there's a lot of everyone looks at that book and says, I'm not gonna even give it a time to read it because it's such a long book. You know, there's different languages in there that you need to you different articles that you, you know, basic you need to know. Uh you have the international pages, which is the white pages, and then you have the supplement pages, which is the yellow pages and uh if if the supplement page uh article is not strong enough and uh international uh article is stronger than the uh supplement or vice versa this the article that you use the best one that will help you in any situation so you know it's, it's certain it's certain things that you uh you might say um oh i don't I don't have time to read it i don't you know forget about it it's too much for me. But it's it's you don't need to know all the, the whole book. You don't I'm not no. expecting that you're gonna know all the articles, but you're gonna you're gonna need basically some of the articles like Article thirteen, article thirty seven, article I mean, yeah. article, four, article, uh, six, uh, article four, article six, article oh. six, which is enter into a separate contract. You know, you, you need to you need to know those basic articles that uh will help you out in uh any way here uh in local for. <laughs> Uh-huh.
3: We had we had an article. We had an article. We
1: were arguing
3: with Mister with, with, with the with the incumbent that's leaving, uh, Mister Danny Montawa which was on the request load because they have two articles. You have the one on the on the national, and you have the one on the supplement. So he was he he told his old senator that they're only allowed to use the supplement one, not the national one. That's a lie. That's, a line. that's a line. exactly. Now, that's and there was a big uh, a big fight did, in that center. That,
4: it's like Hector said, you're supposed to use the one that's most beneficial to the member. That's it. Exactly. It doesn't say you, you're right. It doesn't say you use one or the other. It's the one that's most beneficial to the member, whether it's our supplemental, whether it's financial, international, it doesn't make a difference. It's the one that benefits the member at that time. And that's Correct. what people exactly. should realize. All the shop stores need to know that. And I'm glad you guys brought that up because you're right. A lot of people don't know that. And you got a guy like Montana that'll say, oh, no, we're just using this. And there's managers. There's managers that will say, well, we're only honoring the international. Oh, sorry. That's not the way it works, pal. It's not no. just the international. It's whichever one we feel like you Exactly, that's going to benefit
1: our members. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. Well, guys, I want to uh, thank you guys for calling in. It's time for me to uh, zoom out of here for uh, uh, quite a while, man. This is my last show here with the What The Heck Show and uh you know i'm leaving it with this uh song because we are the champions here in Local 804 all of us the members the executive the new executive board i want to wish you uh you guys a merry christmas and a healthy and happy new year and hopefully i'll be back on the air to uh help and uh i wish i could stay uh, i wish i could be on the air while i'm doing uh ba stuff but uh it's up to Vinny Perone. And uh he on there.
4: Yeah. He says, you know. Merry Christmas. And he says, you all out. He is the boss. He's the that boss term, now. You know right. He's the boss of <laughs> me
1: now. He's the boss of me. But anyway, I want to thank all <laughs> of my listeners <laughs> for the What the Heck show here <laughs> on Union Power Radio. Without you, is no me. it's not you know we are uh, we here together, at teams of brothers and sisters. I just want to say goodbye. I'll be out there doing my thing as a BA. Thank you, Anthony Rosario. Thank you, Raul Benastida for calling. And uh, I'll leave you eyes with this song Because I feel that uh, we are champions now Here in Local 4. You guys, us, everyone Here in Local 4, with are Teamster Brothers and Sisters And we are going to be Teamsters for life And we are the champions now Peace out my brothers and sisters Until next time The What The Heck Show Union Power Radio I'm getting emotional now But anyway Peace out
0: Check out the original What The Heck Show every Saturday at 3 p.m. on UnionPowerRadio.com.
5: Closing
0: time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know who want to take me home I know